another edition of Dish and Ish. I'm Ravi Lula. That's Damon Benning, ODB. ODB. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. I was uh, ripping and running, trying to make it, but uh, I like this because this is like uh, a little, little deep breath. Yeah. But, you know, it's it crazy. I got back from Indy late, late Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Friday was a camping day. Mm-hmm. Saturday was something, and I can't remember. Crawford what. fight. Yeah. Was Saturday. Yep. Um, and was so I was up well into the 132 sure. range. Yeah. Sunday, Micah played at 9, and I had to be in Lincoln by 10. Mm-hmm. So got a chance to see him dribble a couple balls off his face. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. They actually won. <laughs> Uh, shot to Lincoln. I was in Lincoln till three. Yeah. Uh, and then I shut her down on, on, on Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Took a lot of baby steps in between to get there. Yeah. And, uh, was basically non-existent and had to turn right around and be in Lincoln early on Monday because, uh, Caleb wanted to go back to practice. They wanted him to come down to the first one. So, um, got back and then started work. Yeah. Yeah, I need like if I, if I had just had like three days to 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 do nothing. Yeah, and I still would probably do something. I was but gonna like, say, when's the last time you actually did nothing? When so, you had but do you days? know what my something would be? I would probably walk. Okay. Uh, or whatever, speed walk, maybe get a little a couple dumbbell, a couple dumbbells. Yeah, and I'd watch a lot of television. Sure, that's what I would do. Yeah, I wouldn't leave. I wouldn't travel. I mean, Mike is in Dallas this weekend. Yeah, so it's like it's not it's not fun, but I know I just keep telling myself if I do the work on the front end, be, I'll be better later. It'll on. be easier. On yeah. The back so I like I'm just now my mental health is not good. <laughs> I drink too much, but other than that, I'm good. Well, you know, when, and when's the last time you had like three days like that? I don't. I haven't. See that's that was. I had thought. to take vacation from the radio show to go coach. Yeah, you know? right. So I'm working out this deal with with Playfly now, who's the media rights company for Husker Network, and you know I don't even know. Like we have to figure out if I'm going to Colorado or not now. Just the turnaround, right? Yeah, and nobody's really happy, but we're trying to work it out. Yeah, and it's cool because. We talked last week. Was it last week? We talked last week about fear and kind of insecurity. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I was. Yeah, yeah, I forgot you took me there. I was pissed <laughs> for like four days. No, seriously, I, I boarded the flight on Wednesday and Indy. I was still mad at you. <laughs> I didn't even do it on purpose. I know we it's weird. It's weird there. how you kind of just, like a little slinky toy got in. We there. just kind of got there. I don't know. I was like, fuzz. That was exhausting. I'm still tired. Damn that, Ravi. <laughs> no, so, um. Is that funny? Like, this dude just laughs at me in the background, right? Yeah, nobody can hear me. I'm just He's like, oh, that TV is flipping nuts. So I was like, uh, what was the question you asked me? No, you were talking about um, how you're still mad at me going to Indy. Yeah, so even like my my downtime is not yeah downtime. downtime. Yeah. But if I just... We're like, if nobody called or wanted anything or I didn't have some player that needed something or, you know, 
just to, to travel, to be traveling or go mm-hmm. get a hotel room or something like that. So I'm working on this deal with, with Playfly. And you never know how much you're wanted. Sure. Until you're willing to walk away from. From a deal. From a deal. Yeah. We talked about that last week. And I'm just like, hey, you know what? It's 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 Bellevue West. Uh, it's a lot of our guys' senior year. Mm-hmm. You know, if Your I have to drive, included. if I have to drive through the middle of the night, I can get to Colorado. You know, I talked to Trev in Indianapolis over dinner. Like, I could take a donor plane, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, it just seems like a lot of moving parts." And I thought, "Yeah, they just don't want me to do the broadcast." Yeah. Right? Again, lack of security. He calls me back like ten minutes later. He's like, "Look, uh, I, you know." Pay attention to a lot of your social media platforms. I know you got a lot going on. He's like, let's just, let's just don't pre-record for, we went to the logistics of Colorado, mm-hmm. right? He goes, we can get a replacement if you want. It's ultimately going to be up to you. Let's just work work on enjoying this last year, playing the long-term game with us as a network because we want you on board. Mm-hmm. Game changer. Yeah, absolutely. Right. It's that validation. Right. right? Yeah total game changer right big time company first time they've done it with nebraska you just you never know right you never know where their head's at in terms of how they view you yeah and i slow played this deal the whole time Mm -hmm. because i'm like yeah we built this like excel spreadsheet Mm -hmm. these are the games that overlap that's i'm gonna get here i mean shoot week one we're there when we play minnesota Mm -hmm. which is the 20 31st right yeah, yeah, I'm thinking week one us. We play oh, you're, prep on yes. the 25th. Yes, okay, yeah. Um, and I'm thinking next week when they go to Minnesota, I'm like, okay, I'll leave on a Wednesday. I'll be back Thursday night. How many practices will I miss? Yeah. Because as a co- as a, as a coordinator, right? That's uh, important. And I have to – I got to talk to my, my coaches. And listen, you make 10 cents an hour coaching high school football, right? Yeah, if that. Radio network is going to obviously pay me, but you have to just figure out like where your priorities. Well, it's what you care about, right? Like, and not that you don't care about the broadcasting, but I mean, anybody that knows you is your priority is, is like pouring into kids, mm -hmm. right? That's to me. And I just don't want to let anybody down. Like, that's my thing, right? We, and that's we, your like personal holdup, right? Right. Because that's you don't want to let the about that, down. Right? You don't want to let the kids down. You don't want the coach. I was down. such a screw up for so long. It's like I oh, I, I you owe, overcompensate. I oh hell yeah. You overcompensate right. by trying not to let oh, yeah. anybody down yep. now. And then it just is an exercise in futility. So now that I can solve everybody well, already, else's problems but my own, you great. already have the Illinois thing out there too, right? Where you can't yeah. do Illinois. At all. Illinois, I'm a no go. Right. We nipped that one in the bud right away. The, uh, listen, I tried. Sure, yeah. I mean, I get got it. Both, I got both ADs. You were trying to move Carney, your game, right? Yeah, West, yep, yeah. yep. I tried. Because we had, I had a little bit of a heads up, right, yeah. before it hit the Absolutely. the open market. And just couldn't pull it off. And so it's it's really interesting that you, you kind of bring that up because you've got this um, dynamic of, okay, you really want to – obviously, you, you care about Nebraska football and you want to be there for that. Yeah. Obviously, you care about West Side and being there, but you also have, like, it. There's a lot of moving pieces there, right? Like, it's your son's senior year. Bellevue West is probably the biggest game of the year, one of them for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, you're a coordinator. You don't want to let your other coaches down. You don't want to let your players down. You probably, 
probably in the back of your mind, you're like, there's it, go, other it goes parents. back to those insecurities too. Cause I don't want people to think that I'm getting by just because. Yeah. Right. So you over, it, it's weird. It's hard to explain. Well, I, I think I get, I'm not, not to take you someplace you don't want to go again, <laughs> oh, but I will. But well, I mean, you can stop me anytime. <laughs> you just tell like, Shane to hit the like, pause like button. Like eating that Fogo de I'm giving you the red stop sign. <laughs> Green um, means bring more food. Red, red means stop or sign. Texas Day Brazil if you're eating locally. I think this is – I think sometimes you struggle with, and this is a thing that you've talked about with Xavier Betts before, right? How much do people care about you because you're Damon Betting, two-time national champion, and how much do people care about you because you're Damon Betting, the football coach, the you know the person, the husband, yeah. the father. What, real, real talk. And those are really difficult, right? And that's something that most of us don't have to deal with. Because we don't have, like, I think that's one of the reasons you like me is because I think the fact that you played for Nebraska is the least interesting thing about. And you, you know what? We don't. We don't. Ever, I've never talked to you. We about don't it. ever talk about. It. I've literally never talked to you about. We, your we don't ever talk about it. So only in the context of like, hey, can you give me some frame of reference for right. how things were done? Yeah, totally. So that I can understand what's happening now. But I, I think that's one of the things why we get along is because, like, I watched you when I was a kid. Like, I watched those teams when I was a kid, and. Like it doesn't even register to me that you and that person are the same person. So and, <laughs> you know what know, I mean? Hey, you know what the funny thing is? Emotionally and spiritually, they're not. Right. Sure. But I totally get that. So and and the weird thing is, is I spent probably ninety nine, nineteen ninety nine till like I knew my first marriage was in trouble, like oh eight. Sure being all these different things and none of them were who I really was because I was so quick to want to make sure that you understood this wasn't just about sports. Sure. I don't want to, if you don't bring up sports, I'm not talking about sports. Like, and, and so it's weird. I I sought all this validation from these other things. You almost overcorrected. Oh yeah. Right. And that's, I mean, honestly, that's where, isn't that, that, that's a, that's a fantastic, that's exactly why that stretch in my life was such chaos. Well, because you were, you, and I had no center lane, right? (laughs) Right. It was like, and "Eh." I've, I've had a very similar experience, obviously with different things, but when you are fighting against the core of who you are Mm -hmm. and you're either trying to be something else or trying to prove you're something else. And you're not okay with the fact that like this is who I am, then you're going to be under this constant tension and chaos. For me, it was anxiety. That was the root of a ton of my anxiety was trying to be other things than who I was. And so, yeah, if you are, if you know deep down who you are, and you're constantly trying to be something else, like that causes a ton of anxiety. As opposed to where you're just like, hey, this is who I am. Take it or leave it. Like, I care what other people think, but I also don't care enough to change who I am. Isn't isn't that tough though? I mean in a relationship when, when sports do happen, things are live, new stuff comes out live, events are live and stuff happens. Don't you, isn't part of the relationship being able to have that where you can, you can express something like naturally like that, that you want to express right away. You know, like coach Frost gets fired and you're, you, you want, you want to, and you just have to be around the wife and the sports. You, you want to say something about it because it's just natural. Yeah, it's hard. Right. But like, that's why I pick and choose who I spend time around. Sure. Very, very carefully. Absolutely. Right. I mean, I'm watching the the fight the other night and like I, I said, probably eight words the whole night. Sure. Right. We're out at 
wherever we were, Papio Bar or whatever. Mm-hmm. We, we didn't really talk about and and listen, I love sports. Yeah. I do. But I have to know like that the people that I'm around at some point are gonna look out in just in case it's not a sports thing. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because sure. remember, I it, this is weird. Like I remember being in like high school and middle school and there weren't a ton of people that like looked like me that were doing the things that I was that I was doing with like sports organizations because mm-hmm. at that time I was in West Omaha, right? Yeah. Nin- 90th and Fort. Yeah. <laughs> Northwest right. Omaha, 90th right. and Fort. West <laughs> Omaha. And I and I and I was like man, if if I wasn't if I couldn't perform, mm-hmm. if I wasn't good at something, what is it still cool if I come to your house? Right. Like, like can I eat your fish sticks? It, like, is it still cool that or, I'm around? Right. And, you know, because I'm so young, I don't know that I don't really recognize what my dad's doing in the community. Mm-hmm. I don't really recognize how to take self-inventory. I don't really understand value, self-worth. Yeah, right? I absolutely. just. I just, I'm just a little kid, like going along to get along, and, and you gravitate towards what you're good to, good at. Yeah, and yeah. so I just was like, God, is this always gonna be about sports? Like, I'm really smart. Yeah, especially as a kid. Like, I was not so much now, but high achiever. Yep. Yeah, and uh, like I remember, sometimes it was like I'll, I'll pretend that I'm not that smart until I have to be smart. Mm-hmm just so I can fit in with all the other people that aren't necessarily like me, but like me. Right. Mm -hmm. Or I'll be less funny or I'll be this or I'll be that. So I spent yourself down. So I spent all this time performing. Mm -hmm. And when it came down to it, you know, yeah, you have a kiddo, you know, you're married and you have to have some substance and Mm -hmm. some staying power and, I was like, huh? Yeah. I mean, gas tank was on. Well, yeah, because if you're always performing, you run out of gas in a hurry. And I didn't know, like, like what's my baseline? Right. Well, that's the other thing, <laughs> too, right? Like, can somebody help me? Like, who am I? If you spend so long performing, you lose track of who you I have the reality are. of myself, which is there's three things that have stemmed from that. One of my favorite lines, Method Man. Uh, Ghostface Killer, all that I've got is you. And there's a, yes, sir. <laughs> At the very end, uh, Ghostface Killer is going through this little talk. He's yeah. like, you know, he goes, if if you don't know where you come from, you're never going to make it to where you're going. You've lost the reality of yourself. Yeah. Always stuck with me. 100%. Because I'm not, I'm not getting off of center again. Yeah. The other thing is, is if, if you ask me, I'm telling you. Yeah. Right? Like, like if you care enough to ask. Yeah, which is funny. I always laugh at people who are like, oh, cryptic DB. Listen, not just because it's my business doesn't make it your business. Yeah. So I'll tell you enough of what you need to know. Shut the hell up and listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> I'll give you. I'm dead serious. Yeah. Like, I'll give you enough bird clues. I'll yeah. give you enough bird clumps. Oh, cryptic DB. Because I won't spell it out for you. Yeah. G- you know, GTHO with that. Like, <laughs> it, it, you, you know, like, just yeah. listen. Yeah. Just, just listen. If you need to spoon be spoon fed, I'm probably not your guy when yeah. it comes to like the, the guts of it. But I'll I'll tell you enough. Absolutely. And, and and the other thing is is I'm prepared. Like you can hurt my feelings, 
I still just want to know. Yeah, like, absolutely. So those are the three things that have kind of. I, just I, tell I, me I, where I stand. Yep. Wherever that is. Yep. Right. Yep. Uh, and 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 give me where I need to be, even if you're gonna, you're gonna, even if it's gonna sting a little. Yeah. To find out because I lived eight nine years guessing. Yeah. And I was wrong, and I'm not doing that again. I'm just not. Hundred <laughs> percent. I'm just not. Again, this is not where I intended for this to go at all. Um, I do want to get back to. Let's go back to the Crawford fight. Okay. Because, you know, I, I'm watching that. You know, well, you and one, I, one of the reasons why I'm so drawn to Terrence. Well, do you want to know why? Sure. Yeah. Go ahead. Because he's all those things that I aspired to be at a similar age. Okay. He's at a critical juncture in his early 30s when he was going through this, where he had so much resolve. He didn't care how he talked, yeah. how he typed, how he texted, who he was marketing for, who he wasn't marketing for, if he was leaving money on the table, if he wasn't leaving yeah. money on the table. Whoever he was, you knew exactly where you stood. And even overseeing his foundation young, I was like, ooh, you got it. You're not going to be some leaf blowing in the Just wind like my easily sorry, swayed yeah. by different people around him. Yeah, and I used to think he was stubborn. I mean, I there not, probably I, is an element of stubbornness sure, there, but do you know? I just like I said. That's like all, I said the other day, I call it now determination. Yeah, it's not always a. Uh, people assume stubborn is a negative thing. Yeah, you I'm know. Like, I'm like, I'm like, it's context. I'm like, bud, you don't want to move your inventory to online. Like, why do you want to keep the inventory in the building? Yeah, you can't produce it fast enough. Like, well, I don't want to carry the overhead, and I want to know where my money's going. I'm like, I'm just telling you, like, instead of ten. In 20 days, you can sell 10 in 20 hours, and yeah, we can move it. Now, you know, uh, I, you know, the overhead, and I want to make sure that X percent of this dollar goes here. I want 90 cents on the dollar. I sure. don't want to, and I'm just like, Ugh, TV, like the the volume though, like yeah. the volume, it'll it'll even oh, out. Man, yeah. I want to be in control. I, okay, and he's done it his way. Well, so and and I can appreciate that, and I can you know, there's a there's a difference between not knowing and doing something because you don't know. And it seems very clear. Like in that example, he's weighed the differences, right? Oh, yeah. He knows, Hey, if I do this, maybe I can make a little more upfront or I can make a little more long-term. But if I do this, I know it gives me this benefits. I know where my money is. I get more, you know, cents per dollar, that kind of thing. It's like, as long as you know both and you're not making a decision out of ignorance, like go for it. Like make your decision, which I appreciate about him. The other thing, I don't. I, know. I, I remember trying to get Wi-Fi installed in his building. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Yeah, no. So there, so there were two. There were two things that yeah. he wanted early on. Yeah, he wanted Wi-Fi in the gym. Yeah, and he wanted. This is crazy, but this is way behind the scenes. He wanted pest control. Oh, okay. Because the doors didn't all the way shut. Sure. Sure. Um. Sometimes they would get mice. Sometimes Plus it's like an optics thing, right? If if somebody sees a mice in your space, like they assume thirty. And things and about he had these visions. Whether it's your so fault or not. This is like six, seven years ago. So yeah. we're talking about putting wrestling mats in. He wanted to to patch some stuff in the roof, and so we're trying to raise. We're anyway. We're just doing things, yeah. right? And I remember I was like, hey, you know, I I got some guys. I think they'll they'll take care of you. They'll come out and bid. It was we ended up going with Pratt Pest Control. They they to this day they do his they do his stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, but in his mind is 
yeah, this is my this is my desired outcome. This is what I want, but it has to meet these qualifications. Sure. So he's going to put them through the ringer first. Hey, yeah. you know, what are your hours? Who else do you serve? Um, he sounds like, like my dad. Are, are you comfortable honest. with this? Are you cool with being here? He's like sizing you up. Like, could I give you a key to my bill? You know, like. Yeah, 100%. He's not just going to go along to get along. It still has to meet his functional criteria, and I'll always appreciate that. He sounds a lot like my dad. My dad will do that. Like whenever I have to make a big purchase, I usually bring my dad along because <laughs> he will ask those questions that I don't even think to answer yeah. or to ask. Like when I, I had to do my HVAC a couple of years ago, and I was just ready to sign up with whoever could get there the fastest, right? <laughs> It See, was, that's a guy that's double income, no kids. Well, it was like that, a, that's that guy. It was also like 102 degrees in my yeah. house. Like and you're, outside. Trying to, you're trying to keep it pushing. I'm trying to like keep going. I've got like animals and stuff to make sure that they're staying cool. It's like pushing 90 degrees in my house. And so I'm trying to figure all this out. And my dad's like, hey, let me come over. I will call these people. Yeah. So he literally had like a conference at my dining room table with three or four different HVAC companies. And he's like, okay, what are you providing? What's your time frame? Is that how he typically does business? Yes. Okay. He okay. gets all the information and it drives me crazy sometimes. Cause I was like, dad, I need this done. And so I told him, I was like, listen, you can go through whatever process you want, but we are agreeing to have someone come out before anyone leaves here. <laughs> I was like, I don't care what process you go besides that. How I'm, miserable were you? That was so miserable. Cause okay. I don't do well okay. with like hot in the house. Okay. I'm all okay right. with hot outside. I don't do well hot in the house. And so we're going through this process. I was like, I don't care what your process is. And he's after he picks one, he's going to give him the runaround on how we pay for it, too. Because not that he doesn't have money. Yeah. It's because he wants his money to yeah. go as far yeah. as he possibly can. Yeah. Right. He could pay for it in cash. But he's like, well, why don't you just give me zero percent financing? So I don't take twelve thousand dollars out of my pocket. Right. Today. Hey, you know what's funny? See, that's conviction. Yeah. Right. So. You, and I know we're going to go back to the Crawford fight. That's why I appreciate. So there's there's two things that are going to come out of this. We just did the deal with with our guy Matt DeMarinas. Yeah, with, yeah, yeah. With, with T Boone, right? I'm a big Tony Boone fan. Sometimes, some sometimes T Boone is too tough or too rigid for his peers because he has conviction. Sure. Right? There's a certain amount of resolve. Some people call it combative. If you're secure and yeah. who you are, you'll be fine with TB, right? Because yeah. he's because he's very bright. Bud was mad at Tony and mm -hmm. Tony knows I, we don't talk about it a ton, but I, I think Tony is well aware of this. Bud was mad at Tony for a couple of things that he wrote um, in, in a piece mm -hmm. and he kind of iced TV for a while. Yeah. Right. It was a little, little friction and, and it was kind of sad because Tony was one of those guys that was kind of in it from the get go. Like, he's been, on he isn't like, yeah, yeah, he isn't one of these Johnny come lately's right. And he wanted the best for Bud. He just they they yeah. agreed to disagree. They both stayed with it. Terrence ended up coming around. TB wasn't so he didn't turtle up and was like, "No, I'm not." He's like, "I'm gonna do the best I can with the information you give yeah. me. You may be giving some other guys a little more because they're your buddies right now, but I'm gonna hang in there through thick and thin." And guess who? Guess who? Terrence will holler at now. Tony Boone. Holler at Tony. You know, you know it's just. They're just those things yeah. that I admire in other people yeah. that I want or I'm trying to own in on Absolutely. for myself. Right. Absolutely. Um, and, and it, you know, to go back to the Crawford thing, it kind of goes, that's how this fight came to be in the first place. Oh, yeah. Like he was with top rank, right? 
they couldn't make it happen. So he goes out, ends up being independent. Pretty much. He was a free agent. I mean, did the pay-per-view for black sports. Yes, but he wasn't really. It was Zab Judah. Yeah. He, he made a one-time deal as a free agent for you to broker a fight, give him this cut and he'll assess where it was. And that's kind of what happened with PBC in this fight was he goes out again and he's like, Hey, I'm a free agent. I'm an independent contractor. What can you bring to the table? Because, I think Bud realized to get the fights that he wanted, he had to detach himself from the security blanket yep. of a big time promoter. Yep. Any promoter in the game would kill to have Bud Crawford on R- the roster. Reminds right? me a lot of Bernard Hopkins in that. Yeah. Which is why I used to get mad at some of, of Terrence's critics that accused him of like like being in bed with Bob Arum. And I was like, he doesn't love Bob Arum. He Bob Arum was a necessary evil he, for, to to that he, was that ends justify the means yeah, at the time. Yeah. And then yeah. when the when it when, when it came ends, time to re-up. When the ends were no longer there that he's he like, wanted. He's like, yeah, I'm good. He's like, all right, we're gonna do it yeah, my way. Now. I'm good. And especially at this point in his career, I mean, I don't know how much longer he's gonna fight. I would guess not terribly much longer, no. but who knows? Right? Doesn't have really anything left to prove as a fighter. He he does the only thing that could he because he loves competing and well, he loves fighting. That's the thing. So I don't know what he's gonna do if he's not in the ring. I yeah. mean, he'll make life miserable for the rest of us competing well, at like weird stuff. Be like a Michael Jordan thing, right? Where yeah. the dude could not stop competing. But, like, but that's the, why he kept coming back. But the one thing that he enjoys doing, that dude loves being a dad. So sure, yeah. If he could like follow his kids around, like eighty percent of his social media posts is just like kids wrestling, or about his kids. Yeah, like I know more about like youth wrestling from (laughs) Terrence Crawford's page than I do from anything else. You should have seen what it took to lay the mat in his gym. Like, it just has never been easy. Even when I was fundraising or or trying to fundraise for um, his gym and his foundation, Mm -hmm. he was very quick to let me know how what personal money he was willing to invest sure. versus public money. And he let me know that and the board also let me know that right away. Right. It wasn't like, which is good. Yeah. Right. Don't think to yourself, well, if he wants it, why can't he just pay for right. it? Eh, it doesn't work like that for, that's not how other people kept their money. Well, and that's <laughs> other not, people got their money by spending other people's that's money. That's not how foundation And it's work. not how, fa- <laughs> I <laughs> was not. just getting ready to say it's that. Not. That's, that's not what a foundation That is not is. how foundations work. Like if each wanted to own a gym and, and I, run a gym, he could use all his own money. I remember getting some, this was early, not yeah. so much later, but getting some initial pushback like, wait a minute, this guy just fought for. You know, after taxes, X he's going to clear yeah. 990k for that last fight, and we're talking about, you know, 3,800 dollars for for seven monitors and a yeah. and some keyboards. I was like, oh, you know, he wants a nutrition store and this, that, and the other, and teach kids how to. You know, it was just like folks just didn't understand. But it's just well, people are really quick to spend other people's money too. How he how he thinks, yeah. regardless of of what you think about his delivery, mm-hmm. how he thinks is exactly how he fights. He's going to do it his way sure. after figuring it out. A lot. I remember I had to get some bit. He, he's got some property mm-hmm. and he wanted some tree removals because it's on some power lines and yeah. he, there's something that he wants to do with this strip of property. And so we went out and, 
got all these bits and it's a lot. I mean, you're talking about 55, 60 K. Yeah, sure. For, for some of the removal, some of the because removal stuff gets, and it is on some power lines, especially if yeah. I told you where the area was. And he was like, no, nah, let's wait on that. Mm -hmm. I'm not in a hurry. I, I own the property. We'll see what happens when the demand in the market comes down. Sure. I'm like, but, but, but let's see what, no, not right now. Yeah. Let, let's just, let's just wait. And it's things like that, that I don't think a lot of folks are privy to. Like when they, when they watch him and they, they see he's, he's extremely giving. Well, he, he's patient. Very. You can be when you're when you have man, and that goes back to the way he fights and the way he's doing his business, right? That is a an amazing word. Because when you have for Bud Crawford, when you have conviction, you can afford to be patient. He is very. Look how long he waited for this fight. Not just this fight, but like look at individual fights. Look oh, how yeah. long he waits. Sometimes, obviously, didn't happen. Did he won the Spence. championship on a humbug being a fill-in? <laughs> How'd that turn out for the belt holder? <laughs> Not great. You ain't never I, seen that belt again. Ain't nobody seen yeah. those belts again. Hey, you mean I can fly this guy in to come fight me on my? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fly him in. Uh oh. You, you uh oh. Miss, you misunderstood the yeah, assignment. Yeah, I, I took, I, I took an L. Well, so like it's when you have conviction, and you know the steps in the process to get to your end goal. A lot of times you can afford to be patient. Yeah. Because if you know, hey, I want to do X, Y, and Z. It's going to take A, B, and C to get there. But I don't have to be there until this point in time. Or I don't, I don't even have necessarily a deadline to be there. You can afford to be patient. And that's something that a lot of people don't have the fortitude, the determination, that's the good, stubbornness. Another, a lot, I like all those adjectives. To see that through because people are impatient. You see his patience not only in the way he's handled his career, but the way he handles individual fights. You know how uncomfortable so many fighters get if they know they lost the first four rounds, which Crawford did like routinely before mm -hmm. he just decided to whoop Spence up early. Yeah. But routinely. And he, even in the first round. Yeah. His offensive output after the initial like 45 seconds yeah. was very minimal. Yeah. Do you know what he's doing? He's figuring he's it out. Figuring he's figuring it out. He's He's collecting data. Yeah. That's what we like to call it, right? He, let, he lets you bank one. Yeah, now he had to protect himself, but there was a stretch after about the minute mark in the first round where he's like, okay, that was all just because I'm not going to let you push me around. Yeah. You don't want to get their confidence up too high. But so you fight back I'm still figuring this out on the fly, and he did it immediately with the turnaround in the second round. It, it's... It's really incredible to see the patience pay off, the conviction pay off, the determination pay off, whether it's outside the ring with his foundation, with the business opportunity he's got, whether it's inside the ring, whether it's waiting that long to fight Spence because he knew that would be the validation that he needed. And now we go from, okay, is he the pound for pound king to where does he stand all time? So when you're watching that thing, are you – are you looking at historical content real time? As I'm seeing, like after Spence is battered and like after the fourth round, and like the doctor comes out as soon as he gets hey, him off the. Were stool, you not wondering what was going on there? I thought so. I I assumed that the ref asked him to be checked on. 
which is not a great sign after four rounds. Did you want to see him like do some battery tests or? I don't know. It was kind. Of, it seemed like just a conversation. Yeah, maybe I don't know I'm exactly what he did. Yeah, but I assumed that it was the ref was concerned about Spence. Um, but as I'm seeing that, right, I'm seeing Spence look battered after four rounds, and certainly by the seventh, where he gets the second knockdown, I was like, okay, this is going to go as an all-time performance, and all of a sudden, we're going to have to start talking about where does Bud fit all-time? Where does he fit in the all-time welterweights? Where does he fit all-time? in the boxing game because at the end of the day, we're not going to have seen a ton of stuff like this before. He's fought everyone that would dare to step in the ring with him and he's bludgeoned them. You were out. How amazed were you that at this age was arguably his most complete fight? He's looked better every single time I've seen him. Like oh, I, you could make, yeah, you could make the case. I really Porter am. Porter. People will look at Spence. Porter was his most impressive fight. Which I think that one we watched together. We did. We were at the Pisons. And I was just like, holy cow. I didn't expect him to do that to Porter. I had talked to Al Bernstein before the fight. Yeah. And he goes, this is a clear step Porter up. Porter hadn't touched canvas either. Yeah, this was a clear step up in competition for Crawford. He still liked Crawford, but he's like, it's a clear step up. Every time he's fought in the welterweight division, they're like, it's a clear step up in competition. We'll see how it goes. And he's stopped every single one of them. And he's looked better every time. Like, he's looked more dominant every time. Like, that's why I'm having this. That's where I'm having this historical thoughts in my head, right? Because I was like, he's still getting better. Like, I don't know. Like, that was definitely the best of of, of Crawford that we've seen. I don't know if it's the best he has to offer, though. Because mm. every time I thought it was the best he had to offer, he went out and beat it the next time out. I, I, I even I, I have no idea. Like, I don't know what his ceiling is. I don't, know, I don't know. Could he go up to 154 and beat people up? I, I have no he, idea. He is pissed at Charlo, so that let's see it. Let's see it happen. It's, it's weird, man. My he can hold some grudges, and when he does, it usually doesn't go well for the other person. <laughs> he, he can hold. Some you grudges. saw Spence. Spence was trying to play nice, trying to stay on his good side. That yeah. didn't work either. <laughs> He's calling out Wallow like. He, Leave, leave the man alone. Yes, you don't want to. You don't want to have Bud Crawford on your enemy list. That's let it, let him. Let him chill. Uh, that is another episode of Dish and. How Ish. much did we get to of what we wanted? Nothing? None. None. We got to good Crawford stuff though. Yeah, we didn't we... get to transfers, or we, no, we didn't get to gambling. We didn't get to Miles Farmer transferring out. We didn't get to conference realignment. We didn't get to. Coach Rule, I got some. I got some questions for you next week. All right, I'll and be they, here. They're gonna uh, uh, of the uh, the brevity of of guys exiting the program and kind of his stance on things. Which one will be the most impactful when you look back on mm. the, its effects on the program? Interesting. Whether it's Wager, whether it's Wager or Farmer, because there's a couple different ways you can take that too. Oh, for sure. And especially on his delivery and how he told you the information. Yeah. Which one do you think was the hardest on him? Mm. And which one do you think is, hey, you see what I did to that guy? I'm practicing what I preach. Yeah. Do you guys you over this? here see this? We saw this? Yeah. That's a good tease for next week. That's Damon Benning. I'm Robbie Lula. Shane Schillerberg playing the music way too early, but that's all right. We love him anyway. <laughs> this has been another episode <laughs> of Dish and Ish. We'll see you again next week. Hey, Heard at Sports Network Production.